Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Lord Rainbow with us. First time, Lauren is a professional psychic medium, spiritual teacher, healer, who has been working passionately for more than 19 years on all this. She's toured the U.S. and Canada, has had numerous overseas group visits to sacred sites in India, Mexico, Peru, Egypt. And as a teacher, Lauren empowers her students to develop their own intuitive gifts. Her joy, her passion, and energy and heart-centered spirit messages have touched the hearts of thousands of people that have seen her demonstrate her extraordinary mediumship. You'll get a glimpse of that tonight, too. Lauren, welcome to the program. Hi, George. Thank you for having me. I'm beyond honored to be here tonight. I'm looking forward to this, and uh, this is your first time, but let's hope it's the first time of many, okay? to it. <laughs> I, I got to believe this started for you when you were a little girl. Am I right? Absolutely. You are right. And I think for many of us who have a sense of, you know, feeling intuitive or, or psychic, we've always had something happen as a child that definitely opens the door for us. Was it hereditary? I mean, did your mother have it or your grandmother? You know, it's so funny that uh, I do believe that parts of our family do. My father's side, my dad had it uh, in a way. I really did not actually know this until he passed away almost 17 years ago, and I kind of came out of the spiritual closet to him on his way in transition, and he had said, you have it too, so I learned that it does run in uh, the rainbow side of my family. (laughs) Did it ever scare you, this ability? You know, in that when it really came to light for me in my 20s, you know, that's where it started to come in very strong, George. Um, you know, life is so synchronistic. At the time, I was living in a retired funeral home in Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, and uh, the spirit started to come in very strong for me. And so when that first shift happened, it was a little overwhelming, and I was grateful to be curious enough to seek out what was happening and get a better understanding so, you know, scary, maybe not quite the right word, but definitely uh, made me think twice and, and uh, gave me a, a sense of what supernatural really feels like. Whereabouts uh, in Massachusetts did you grow up? Well, I'm actually originally from New Hampshire. I live up in the north part near Canada. Um, I had moved down to Massachusetts in my early 20s. I uh, lived in Lowell when I was living in the funeral home. So I've kind of bounced around New England now for, for my life. One of my first radio jobs was at a radio station in Detroit, and the, and the station was in a old funeral home. And I bet you felt a lot of energy there. And, and it, in the basement is where they embalm the bodies. And I got to tell you, Lauren, every once in a while when we were working the late shift and there was just two or three of us in the entire building, you could hear that elevator shaft where the bodies would go up and down. You you could hear that move. It was weird. Hello? Can you hear us? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, George. You, got, you, you clicked out for a second. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, I was in an old funeral home at, at a radio station. Yes, and you were staying in the basement is where you were you were uh, feeling all the energy or that, that space was unique, right? That's where they embalmed the bodies. Yes. And our few, here in where I lived in Massachusetts, it was very much the same. We had this old Victorian home uh, that we lived in, and uh, down in the basement was where they did all you know the embalming on the bodies, and they still had stuff down there, um, even though it had been turned into a place to live that still had some old treasures from back in the day. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to talk about intuition. We're going to talk about the spirit guides, mediumship, how you work, and then we'll take calls next hour.
What would you say for you personally has been the best form of exercise to get into this mode with the things you do now? How did you train yourself to get better and better? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, when I first, as I said, when I first had started to feel spirit uh, connect with me back almost 20 years ago now, um, I just decided that I had a choice. Either I go to a psychiatrist and get help, or I try to understand what was happening with me psychically. And uh, Synchronistic Life Moments introduced me to somebody who brought me to my first psychic development class. And uh, we sat together in circle, and we would, you know, practice trying to receive information and learn about how our voices, our spiritual voices work, you know, um, understanding if it's our clairs, as we say, clairvoyant, clairsentient, or um, a simpler term may be, do we feel, do we know, do we see things? Uh, so in that early stage, I did a little bit of psychic development, but I was also brought to um, a metaphysical shop. My life was, like so many, changed at 9-11, and I yeah. was introduced into a metaphysical world very deeply at that time. And I trained a lot in healing work as well, so Reiki, shamanic training, and other healing modalities, which also expanded what I was feeling and sensing. It kind of turned everything up really loud. So I, I did a lot of self-taught work at that point. Um, back in that early 2000s, as we know, John Edward was one of the first mediums on TV with Crossing Over, and I would watch him and go, I understand how he's doing that. And so I would just start to sit with people and on my own and, and try to work psychically and with spirit with them. And it was in, until about five years later that I started to do formal development of sitting in circles with other mediums. Um, I, journey, I journeyed to England in 2011 to the famous Arthur Finley College and trained more there as well. So a lot of my development has been through sitting with other mediums and classes and, and having that opportunity to really open up there. And you learn from other mediums then? Absolutely. Um, I've learned from some wonderful folks. Um, I've, you know, connected with a uh, wonderful psychic medium, John Holland, I know you've had on, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, been blessed to be developing with some really well-known people out there to, you know, and working with other mediums is so important um, to developing because we all work different. Um, and so when you get to sit beside each other and practice, you kind of learn a little bit from each other how unique we are um, and also uh, stronger ways of, of creating uh, stronger links with spirit. Well, let's talk first about intuition. In your opinion, what is intuition? Um, I always say intuition, the way I, I break it down is intuition is our inner uh, navigation system. So the way I see it, George, is in many ways we all have intuitive abilities. Um, we're all sensing our world around us, and, you know, we're beginning to feel um, and assess energies of others around us, and sometimes we get that inner voice or a knowing for some people or that gut instinct that we should dive into this awesome opportunity or maybe we should avoid something that's coming our way. Uh, so to me, intuition is our inner voice, our inner guidance system that's always helping you try to navigate this world as best as possible. And the more that we open ourselves to our intuition, I really feel like we can create more fluid movement in our lives, better choices, you know, that come our way. So that's how I would break out down the intuitive voice. Well, that's important, too, what you just said, and that is to open yourself up to it. Because how many people, Lauren, have these great intuitive feelings 
and they don't react to it or they don't act on it. We all do. And I always say, even though I've been doing this for a long time, and I always say I feel blessed to live um, a life that's very fluid and, you know, synchronistic, as we're talking about in many ways, I still make choices, George, that (laughs) I should have known better. You know, my instinct said, maybe I shouldn't do this, and I dive in anyway. Um, And I tell folks that it's okay sometimes if we don't quite listen to that inner voice you're still making a choice uh, to have a lesson of some form in your life, you know? So, yeah, we all make those moments where we feel it and we don't listen to it for sure. (laughs) It's the old uh, woulda, coulda, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Can you use your intuition to make your life a little more palatable? Absolutely. Um, I feel that, you know, the more aware we all become, And, you know, we're in a great shift right now. I've seen in my work, you know, as we're coming into a new world, in a way, you know, more and more people are feeling, they're sensing, they're becoming more sensitive. So a lot of times traumatic events or big, you know, life shifts, um, you know, being a medium, I also see that sometimes when people experience a great loss of a loved one, um, their intuition becomes a bit more sensitive or a bit more open. So we always have opportunities to deepen that connection. Uh, it's a lifelong practice. It's never perfect. Uh, but it really is something that can create, I like how you said palatable, it can make your life just a little bit more at ease. And sometimes I have a different comfort in knowing um, that I feel more connected and have made some really sometimes decisions in my life that I may not yet know the outcome, even though my intuition is telling me something. And then sometimes you go, okay, I'm going to make this decision because it doesn't feel right or maybe it feels amazing. And then, you know, three months down the road, you go, aha, now I know why. (laughs) And I would guess that intuitive people, Lauren, are a little more successful, maybe happier. What do you think? I, I would like to agree with that. You know, I think when you're balanced in your intuition and you allow it to live in synchronicity with your life, um, sometimes the most famous people in the world and the most successful people in the world have a strong intuition and even a strong, you know, spiritual or meditative practice. So uh, it can be very natural for many people to trust that. I think a lot of folks may not even know that when they're trusting their gut, or you might say, oh, that person has a great gut instinct. Really, they have a great intuition, but they may not be using that same vocabulary. Interesting take. Now, can you develop your intuition, or do you have to really just be born with it? Well, it's something, as I said too, George, I think we all have it, and to develop it is absolutely um, possible. And as I know that I've had to kind of become more aware and strengthen my, my abilities. So for me, I do believe we can all have it naturally, but you can also develop it more become more conscious of it and ground it more because sometimes there can be intuitive folks who maybe are super sensitive. I'm sure some folks out there listening may be, you know, feeling intuitive but sensitive. And to me, that's just a sense of not having a strong yet of development and grounding. So your intuition can be developed. um, It can be enhanced and it can also be grounded. So you're not overly sensitive, but still feeling your way around the world. Give us an example, Lauren, if you can, on how somebody has used their intuition and it helped them, whether it's you or anybody. 
absolutely. You know, one of the most recent moments in my life, um, you know, came just before uh, we we had this pandemic. And I was telling you a second ago that sometimes we make a decision based on our feelings, not yet knowing the outcome. And in October of 2019, I uh, do sacred journeys. I bring groups of people to um, wonderful sites in the world. And I had a journey planned for a group to go to India in the beginning of March of 2020. Uh And in October of 2019, I could feel for a good two weeks like something's not right. This journey doesn't feel right. Uh, I also had a journey planned for Egypt in February of 2020. Um, and I kept checking in like, that feels fine, but this one doesn't feel right. So I canceled this journey. For some reason, my body was just, don't do this. And the minute I canceled the journey without understanding, I felt an instant relief. I'm like, okay, something is shifting here. And then lo and behold, a few months later, uh, we were at the beginning of locking down our country at that time. So I had this weird foresight to let go of this journey, not understanding why, and it saved me a lot of challenges and, um, you know, maybe canceling a journey at the last minute with people perhaps going to India with me at the middle of an outbreak. So, you know, there's a good example of learning to trust (laughs) what you feel um, and that our intuition can speak very loudly to us. When something is just not right, uh, I think it's so important to sit with that and listen to why your body may not understand what's going on. And to just add a little bit to that, George, uh, I've seen so much in my work last year with clients about people making weird decisions to change a job mm-hmm. or to move at the beginning of 2020, right before the pandemic had started. So many people knew that something was shifting, even though we possibly couldn't fathom what that really was going to look like. Let's talk about spiritual navigation. What is that? Yes. Um, I'm a big I'm a big person about spiritual navigation, and what really that is for me is, you know, there's so much out there in the world of spiritual development, uh, lots of different people teaching many different things from psychic development, mediumship, you know, healing work, channeling, and I always say you need to have a healthy mind about this world that we live in. Uh, I would love to say that many of the mediums that we have up there are authentic and real, and sometimes there are folks who are not. Um, and sometimes we have teachers who maybe don't have the best interest at heart. So spiritual navigation to me is learning to be in control of your spiritual world and your development, um, learning to trust you know, what feels right, who to learn from, um, who feels authentic to you, And also being willing to recognize that sometimes you may be in a situation that doesn't feel right or healthy spiritually. So spiritual navigation is about, you know, taking that time to really have a discerning eye to the world of spiritual development and self-help and make sure that what you're learning and what the people that you're studying from are authentic, they're real, and they have your best interest at heart and that you learn to trust yourself in that way. Now, by doing this, though, what does that do for you personally? In terms of uh, having a healthy spiritual navigation, yes. it just gives you yes. um, a sense, because I believe that uh, we, c- we should learn as much as we can. Um, I've studied many different faiths and religions, and I've learned from so many, not just mediums, but so many spiritual teachers, um, and I feel blessed to have worked with shamans around the world. So uh, having healthy navigation just helps you know that your development is honoring who you are 
and that you're not sitting with people who may be creating limitation around you. Uh, and to me, this is, it just helps us develop and allows us to be open um, and trusting our intuition and trusting the people who are guiding us. Uh, is so key to having a healthy relationship with your intuitive self and also with the spiritual world and development. So for me, I, I've had unfortunate circumstances in my early years where maybe I was a little naive and overly excited about developing that I may have put myself around teachers who didn't have my best interest at heart. Uh, and I feel grateful that I was able to feel through this and go, something doesn't feel right here, um, and to step away from what may have been more harmful situations for my development that could have led me down some wrong roads or misguided me and put me down um, and connected with people who were better, more supportive, and more authentic. And uh, with this kind of spirituality, I mean, what can it enhance you to do? Because sometimes people overdo it, don't they? Absolutely. I have myself. <laughs> um, I, I, I always say my first four years were like going through college. I was definitely blessed with a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, part of spiritual navigation, George, I think is, is so key is that you take pieces a little bit at a time. Um, and that I, I'm always one who says as a teacher, you know, uh, not everything I say is going to resonate with you. So I always give, for example, my, my students permission to not receive something that doesn't feel right to them. Um, that everything that we're learning spiritually is also, is also in many cases based on a theory. Um, and while, especially in the mediumship side, we work to bring in evidential information, um, some of the work that's out there isn't necessarily evidence-based. So you really have to, uh, again, trust what you're feeling, have that healthy sense of what's going on, and not being afraid to maybe not receive something that doesn't resonate with you. Uh, in spiritual terms or in intuitive terms, you know, we're all as beautifully unique as your fingerprint in the way that we receive and connect with information. And so as you go down the world of learning more about who you are spiritually, it's so important that you're the one who defines that and that nobody really in the ultimate end defines who you are. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.